You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is O.P. Almarez. His first name is two letters, O.P., legally. We just spoke about that. Pretty cool. Uh, OP is on a mission to disrupt the disaster restoration industry by helping restorers pull their heads out of the sand and begin to thrive in this competitive and changing environment. Now, two years after starting his own company, OP faced a massive emotional and economic blow that nearly bankrupted his company. But having sought out mentors, you hear this all the time on this show, Get a good mentor. Get a good coach. It will change the trajectory of your life and your business. OP executed what he learned and launched a marketing campaign that took his business from life support to a thriving $10 million business. Congratulations with that, OP. That's a fantastic achievement. Now, with over 27 years of disaster restoration experience, OP's mission is to transfer his hard-earned skills to you. Startup Nation. He went and did all the work. He took the beatings so that you don't have to. If you're smart and you listen and take notes today on this show. Now, through his role as a coach and speaker, OP will not settle until those around him have the tools needed to play a bigger game in their life and in their business. Uh, You can find his business website at alliedrestore.com, alliedrestore.com. OP, welcome to your first 100K, top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Go ahead and top 100 yes and uh go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro would you joseph thank you so much uh you actually did fill in some gaps and i appreciate that um but it's so so true my goal is to to help entrepreneurs understand there is a way you will face challenges a hundred percent but there is a way through those challenges to be able to come out on the other side if we are committed to the goal. So uh, if I can help anyone collapse time and and avoid some of these mistakes, man, that that's that would give me so much pleasure and joy. So thank well, you let's for having be, me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let's be real, though. 
don't we all have to go through the pain in order to get the lessons? Or can we shortcut and learn from someone else's pain? I know that sounds like a very simple question, but I think there's two sides to that. What do you think? So, uh, so there are two ways to do it. Exactly what you mentioned. You either, I, I can go through the pain and suffering of, um, whatever that road is, or I can listen or I can listen. And, and those that have gone before me can warn me. And, and it's up to the listener to understand and say, Hey, I should pay attention to this. Uh, so I can avoid that trap. And if I could share just one nugget that maybe someone needs to hear is I was in my teens and I was looking to grow into the real estate um, business. I went to a seminar and there was a gentleman there that uh, was an attorney. And he said, you know, he was given wealth advice. This is how the wealthy are able to preserve their wealth. One of the things that he mentioned, Joseph, was that people use life insurance as a wealth vehicle and how important it is. And then specifically, he talked about uh, key man insurance and what, how that impacted my life years later was my little brother and I got into business and within the first year I, I was reminded, Hey, OP, you've got to get life insurance. You've got to get key man insurance. This is what the wealthy do. We got life insurance, Joseph, 12 months later, my little brother passes away. Hmm. And with his, his spouse was taken care of financially, but emotionally broken, his family broken, my family broken. And with the key man insurance policy, we would not have been able to survive it if it were not for me and us listening to that piece of advice. So I would tell you that, yes, you can go through it yourself and learn the lesson, or you can heed the advice of others that have been there and share, and then us to take it in and understand we must do something with this information because it's being shared for us to consume and it's up to us to execute on it. Mm. Powerful story. All right, OP, take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah, so my, my little brother, uh, and business partner and best friend uh, passed away two years into our business. Uh, and having taken out a loan from our parents, it was up to me to decide, am I going to bankrupt this business now that I can't make it happen? Or, or am I going to push through this? Um, so many people don't know that, that really the, the financial aspect of our family hinged on my actions. And when I think about that pressure, it really is is overwhelming. But at the time, it was a sense of what should I be doing? What do I have to do as I'm driving around crying, having lost my brother, I'm driving to my next appointment to try and close a deal because I got to keep the business surviving. And so what people may not understand is that, uh, or know about me, is that inside, although I showed that I was moving forward, really inside I was broken, and uh, and it's through faith that I was able to to see us through um, 
to make sure that my family was not impacted in a negative way by that responsibility. So, um, yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but that was really, you know, based on it. If, if we would have closed the doors like my attorney and like my accountant suggested, then um, I have no idea where I would be, my family and my my parents would be at this point. That is a lot of pressure for a young man to carry yes, on sir. his shoulders. Startup Nation, maybe you're carrying a lot of pressure on your shoulders. Maybe you're a single parent. And you got those little cutie kids at home just waiting and uh, for you to feed them. And you don't have a nickel in your account. And you got to go out and close a deal today. And you're hoping, just hoping that it closes because you have no plan B. What do you do with all that pressure, you know? Some of us allow the pressure to crush us. And then people like OP use the pressure as fuel, right? Your kids, your family is your fuel. No matter what, whatever it takes, I'm going to make this happen. And if this person in front of me doesn't see the opportunity, next. Who's next? Who wants this? I'm getting it. Why? Because my little humans and my family are relying on me. It's a lot of pressure, for sure. But don't let it break your back. Let it fuel your future. Like, that's key, man. That's key. Well OP, what do you want to say to that? Well Come said. on, you no, lived I, it, brother. Man, I, I tell you, when, when you're, and you, a lot of people have heard this, when your back is up against the wall, you you have no choice. Um, and, and having a plan B, oftentimes, my friends, is the enemy having an escape is the enemy. Like you, you've got to give yourself the ability to say there is no plan B. It is, we're going to go and it's going to work. And I will not sleep or rest until we accomplish what we are here to accomplish, whether it's paying the rent, uh, buying groceries, uh, getting the kids off to school, making sure that you have enough gas in the vehicle, whatever that is, you've got to make sure that this is the only way. There's no other option because once we get distracted with plan B, then your energy is now divided, is now divided. And, and we can't afford that when it's time, when it's crunch time, all of our energy, our resources, our power, our focus must be on the task that has to take place. So very, very well said, uh, my friend, that's, we, we must provide the focus for ourselves and not relent. Amen to that. Now, OP, I have so many guests that come on the show. And it's the same story over and over again. It's all about focus on one course until success, right? The acronym FOCUS. Focus on one thing, one thing. And I get to coach a lot of people, a lot of uh, you know successful business people. And they suffer with the same issues as the unsuccessful people, right? They're distracted with too many options, too many choices. And like you said, that could be very dangerous. But when your back's against the wall and there's only one decision, there's only one course of action, there's only one direction, there's only one choice in front of you, not 58, just one, and you got jet fuel in your backpack called your family, your kids, your spouse, your faith, like you become an unstoppable force. And this is what successful people do. They get backed into corners and they choose to go forward or break. 
Like, that's it. But then so many times we get to the top, right? We're doing six figures. You're doing seven figures now. Others are doing, I've had eight figures on the show, nine figures, right? And we get too many options again. And then we become professional procrastinators, right? What do you so want to say, what do you want to say to that, brother? You know, you're do you struggle to, with it? Yes, yes. And so part of, and right now I, I have another vertical of business that I'm starting that is getting me back into um, laser focus over here, but it complements my business. And so this is where I need to be very, very careful. And, and us as entrepreneurs, like <clears throat> we have the shiny object syndrome. You know, we see something happening and because we've received some level of success in the business that we're in, we think, oh, shoot, I, I can do that too over there. And I've had to learn that when I begin to divide my focus, this other core of my business begins to suffer. Yeah. And so when, when COVID-19 hit and it was March of 2020, um, I was actually going to build a house just to give you an idea. I was going to build a house. We had a, a plot of land that I bought and, and my wife and I were, were mapping it out. We had to design the whole thing going and we were still in the permit process with the city COVID hit. And within weeks I said to my wife, I said, babe, I, I can't do this. I, I, my entire commitment has got to be on the business in order for us to survive. Cause I have no idea what's about to happen. And I know that if I'm going to build this house over here, my, you know, attention is going to be divided. And so we came to an agreement after a few days of prayer and said, let's, let's sell it. So we sold the property hmm. within a week, two weeks, another house comes on the market that we, we'd already seen the models before. And now we make an offer, it gets accepted right away. And then we move in. And my wife now has the house of her dreams. She really enjoys it. But the reality is I had to kill something. Mm. I had to kill plan B. Plan B of, of distraction was over here. And I, I went laser focused into the business. And the way I describe it is that when we have a vehicle that needs maintenance, we, we lift open the hood and we get to work. We get to work and make sure that things are running correctly. Put the hood down. Let's go another you know 200 miles and see how it's doing. That's what I had to do with my business is really go inside and, and, and allow my staff, my employees to, to know that I'm present. I'm here. I'm with you. We're moving things around. Here's a new vision. Let's try that strategy. Because when you, when you become disconnected, this is another piece of, of when we get distracted. When we get distracted, we get disconnected. Our staff feels it. Mm. They know it. Mm -hmm. And if they know that you are not 100% in the business, in your mindset or in your focus, what do we think is going to happen with them? What they're likely going to be like, oh, it's, it's cruising time. It's okay to relax. Maybe I don't have to come in at this time. Maybe I can leave early. And then this, this thing that you built to serve the client now becomes a thing of convenience because no one's taking it seriously. And so mm. uh, that's a caution, my friend, is that we have to be careful to, to not be distracted, focus on what needs to, to happen, and then from there, build more leaders within the organization. So it's not just me leading the tribe. It is 
two and three people helping to lead the tribe, allowing me then to become the visionary of what's coming up next, but still being felt within the business. I hope that helps. Hope that makes sense. I think that does help, right? And that's probably the title of this show is like how to kill your distractions so that you get what you want. Like this is distractions are they kill us. So we got to kill them first. They kill our dreams. They kill our success, right? They really do. But we got to like kill them off first. Like you're saying, kill off the distraction of building a new home and, and the months of aggravation with builders and contractors. And oh my gosh, the mental space that requires away from your dream. See, that's the thing away from your dream. That's why it's poison. In of itself, it's no problem if that is your dream. If your dream is the, the house, your wife's dream is the house, you're both retired, you don't have the business, right? Boom, that's your course of action. But we got to kill off the distraction, Startup Nation. What is that big distraction right now that you're dealing with, Startup Nation? Like, look, right now, you hear my voice in your ears. You hear OP's voice. He's sharing his stories, real life stories. What's the thing that you keep sidetracking to to avoid doing the work that your dream requires? Like, what is it? And it may be a good idea, but it's not your dream. It's not your best. So it's, it's killing your dream. Don't think it's not. OP, what, what advice do you want to give Startup Nation right now? Mm, mm. Oftentimes, we will be distracted because the thing that is distracting us looks easier. Um, and the reality is, is you know that to, to, to accomplish the dream that you set out to be, that's already in you, that's been in you, and you know this is where you're going, that's going to take some effort. Mm -hmm. That's going to take some work. That's going to take some hours. That's going to take uh, some commitment. And man, I think um, we, we, especially now with social media, we're so accustomed to, I mean, we're all, we're all to blame here, right? I can go on here and go, woo, you know, check this out, check that out. Next thing I know, I'm 30 minutes invested and I'm like, what's happening? I, I, I cannot do this. And so that's a small glimpse of us being easily distracted. When we get an idea, we have to look at it as, is this idea, is this idea reaching into my pocket and stealing money and time and energy from me. Because if it is, we must kill that. Because if someone came up and robbed your <laughs> mother, your wife, your kids, you would destroy that thing. But too often we allow it to happen to us and we're self-destructing and we have no idea why we're so mm. frustrated. It's because God's already given you what you need. Go get it. Don't be distracted. Pay the price. Pay the price. Make the investment and spend the time and energy there that you know you have to do. And the beauty is, is that once you're able to focus and deliver three, four, six hours at a time of commitment to that thing, you feel so invigorated going, why haven't I done this sooner? And then you go and repeat that again the next week and the next week and the next week until you have so much momentum that your tribe, as I call our staff, they begin to say, wherever he or she is going, 
I'm following because this person's on the right path and I can see the energy move in that direction. Mm. It's uh, the distracted energy that really amounts to nothing. The distracted energy, nobody wants to follow. The distracted energy, everyone already sees it every single day. It's the focus laser energy that people are surprised by. Mm. And they say, hmm, that person's worth following. So Yeah, well said, well said. Now listen, you and I, OP, we... We grew up on government cheese, food stamps, right? Our parents did the best they could with what they had, but that was their best. It was government cheese and food stamps. But now, uh, you and I have both built multi-million dollar businesses. What do you want to say to Startup Nation right now about that big rock that they drag called their past story? Um, that they just won't let go of because it, it allows them to cop out when necessary to give up or put in half effort. Be like, yeah, but you don't know where I came from and what I'm dealing with. You know, I grew up in this. I got blah, blah, blah. What do you want to say to them um, that you, maybe you did advice you want to give them about how you uh, didn't let, you know, where you came from um, dictate where you were going? Yeah. You know, uh, simply put, it's the voices around you. It's the voices around you because the voices around you later become your own voice and you don't even know it's not even your voice, but who planted that message into you? Other voices did. And so when I was a young boy, uh, my, my mother took us to a Baptist church and back then it was like, Hey, you know, when you get to heaven, you're going to have you know, a mansion in heaven. And they never talked about having a mansion on earth. And so one day I said, Hey mom, after church, mom, is God okay if we have a mansion here on earth too? And she says, absolutely, son. Absolutely. You can, you can create and do whatever you like. And so I almost had to ask permission because of my upbringing. Like, is this okay to, to pursue money? And because for years, it's like money is the root of all evil, but Man, and I, I would say to everyone listening, we have to reframe that thinking because I'm able to bless multiple churches and people right now because of the ability that God has given me to be able to produce revenue and profits. And now we give to these churches and to these individuals that that may not have been able to receive that or may not be able to pay rent and all those things. So it is my pleasure to say, Lord, give me more and I will give more. And, and it's, it's, it's this, right? It's the money comes in and it goes out. It, it can't be consumption and I hoard it. Um, but with regards to the voices, we have to condition ourselves and we have to get new voices. This is where the power of mentorship comes in. My friends, the, 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 the single most powerful thing that I could give to you advice-wise is find a mentor for your life and for your business. These people have been to this place where you are trying to go and they'll help you with your thinking because really we are, we are products of our environment, of our conditioning. We just need new conditioning. We need new ideas. We need, we need to understand that it is possible. And if we don't have those people around us, we will always default to our past. We will always default to what we know. So new ideas, new people, mentors for sure, 
Mm, powerful. So good. So good. All right. We're going to wrap up this show. It's been awesome. You're inspiring my listeners. But Startup Nation, inspiration. It's just the kick in the butt you needed, but it doesn't actually move your feet. Making a definitive decision moves your feet. So what is that definitive decision you're going to make today? Right now, today, for you and your family and your dream. What is it? Are you going to do this thing? Are you going to kill off your distractions or not? Stop pretending. Everyone sees it. Even your kids. Like, stop pretending. Your spouse sees it. They're patting you on the back, but they know you're not putting it all on the line. You're not going for it. They see you on your smartphone scrolling. You dads out there and some of your moms, they see you looking at porn. Sorry. Let's get real. They see your struggles. They see your brokenness. They see you smoking pot for 15 years and saying, I do it because it helps me be more creative in the business. Really? Has it really, really helped? Or has it just advanced your procrastination? And made you even more indecisive because you're so <laughs> escaped from your life. Mm. Right? Like just being real with you here. Absolutely. All right. So let OP, let's get to my favorite part of the show. But before we do, I want to say this to my listener out there right now. And I'm going to say it in my New York accent, just so it like, uh, you know, shake something loose in you. All right. So if you are a Christian man who's killing it in his business, you're doing great. Fantastic. But you go home and you explode and blow up on your wife and kids. Because you're angry and you have anger issues and you have control issues. I call those rocks. They're burying you. Or you're carrying the weight of your own destiny, right? Control issues on your shoulders. And it's crushing you and it's making you angry and frustrated because you can't control everything in your life. So you get angry. And then you explode on the very people you love and tell them, I'm doing it because of you. This is why I'm doing all this work. Don't you see I'm Superman? You don't see what I do all day before I drive up in the driveway. You have no idea what dad deals with. That's not an excuse to blow up on the people you love. It's not. So, if you want to get rid of that rock, that boulder of anger and control, once and for all, that's what I do. I do elite one-on-one -on -one coaching for Christian husbands that help you blow up those rocks permanently without having to waste your time or your money on therapy or marriage counseling. Because let's be real, we're dudes. We don't like either of those. We don't. So if that sounds like Joseph, what the heck? You're making me feel like I have no clothes on right now. Like you just called out my whole life. Great. Then make a definitive decision right now to change the trajectory of your life by going to blowuprocks.com. Blowuprocks.com. And book a call with me. I'm going to give you my time for about 30 minutes, maybe 29 if you annoy me. All right. 
But uh, I'm going to give you my time, and we're going to talk about those real rocks in your life that you're not the only one that deals with. True or true, OP? Absolutely. Absolutely. A- absolutely. We're men. We're dealing with it, okay? The enemy's attacking us so that he destroys the family. It's true. It's what's so. If porn is an issue in your life, right? If, if uh, you have addictions, these are rocks. You want to get rid of them once and for all and stop talking about them? and complaining to your friends about them, but actually get rid of them and then tell your friends, hey, I used to deal with that, but not anymore. I've been set free. Um, Like if you want that, go to blowuprocks.com. That's all I got for you. Okay. All right. Let's go to my favorite part of the show, OP. Welcome to the hustle round, my friend. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. It's like a game show. Are you ready, sir? Let's go. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. What's your least favorite thing? Uh, um, the pressure of of having employees and taking care of them. Yeah, for sure. What are you most afraid of? Uh, most afraid of uh, going back to the poverty lifestyle that I was uh, raised in. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes it could haunt you, right? Oh. It's like Halloween's coming up, people. <laughs> and, the, and, and for whatever reason, a lot of us put on the costume of our past. Yes. Yeah, so and true. we scare ourselves in the mirror. <laughs> uh, <laughs> OP, I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our lives. What are you currently struggling with right now, either professionally or personally? You know, it's um, I'm, I'm tackling a new vertical of business and and this is where it's taken my focus to go in this direction and you know we talk about how we need to hang in there and make things happen but it's really a journey of one step at a time and i there's a quote in the bible or, or a phrase in the bible what there where um it says the word is a lamp unto my feet it's not a headlight where you can see miles ahead, it is the next step. And this is the piece that's a faith piece that we're, I'm going now with this new vertical of business. It's, it's a lot of money that's being invested in time and energy. And I have to come back to one step, one step, one step. So, so true. Struggling with that, but uh, moving yeah, forward. Yeah, dude, we're little control freaks. We want to see the whole entire highway <laughs> exactly. all the way from New York to Cali. Yes. I mean, let's be real. Like, God, show me the highway. Light it up. <laughs> I want neon lights. Then I'll take a step, but yeah. not until then. Right. All right. What did you spend way too much time doing this past year? Ooh, way too much time. Um uh, I mean, I spent a, a ton of time researching. I don't regret that, but um, too much time in a negative way. Is that what you're, is that the nah, question? It could be yeah. positive too. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think I, I spent a lot of time researching and, and to me, um, when, when COVID hit, I got into, I need to understand how I can pivot. And we got into the world of disinfection. So we got certified with Cal OSHA. We began to learn how to disinfect. We bought very expensive equipment. And next thing you know, we're disinfecting for banks, for restaurants, for hotels. And it turned out to be a massive business for us. But um, yeah, a ton of time researching to make sure that we get qualified enough to eradicate COVID-19. So what I heard you say is that you started researching 
uh, new opportunities in the pandemic that where people saw no opportunity, like everything's burning, the world's coming to an end. And you're like, no, where is there still pain? Where is there still suffering? Where is there opportunity for us to serve, to help in a different vertical? And you guys, it ended up being a great business for you. What secret fear do you have about people? About people. Yeah, in general, like in relation to you, how they see you, you see them. What secret fear do you have? Um, you know, um, hmm, I, I feel like I'm afraid that I might be taken advantage of that. Mm-hmm. That's one of the genuine fears that I have. And because it's happened and I'm like, Ooh, I, it kind of feels the same way, but, but I can't hold that in because if I hold back then I don't really get the benefit of the relationship, you know? Uh, but that's, that's one of the fears that, uh, that I struggle with. I used to deal with that one a lot, man. It was like, I would be so kind, like, and that's not a pat on my back. I just love people, right? I love people. So I would always just generally want to help and help. And you attract some people that want to take advantage of you. And I got burned a few times and it made me not want to like, just be me anymore. Mm. Like it held back that part of me that loved just helping people without asking for anything. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? that in order for me to scale, I must pour into employees to make them leaders. 100%. How, how do you know when they're ready for, for to be a leader? Like yeah. a short answer. Like yeah, when I, do you let go and back off and go, okay, you got it. Got it. So number one, I start with, Hey, uh, I make an announcement looking to build leaders who in the organization wants to be a leader. I get surprised as to who applies, and who doesn't apply. Number one, Number two, I spend time with that person once a week to build them on leadership skills and I coach them. And within about six months or so, I begin to release the reins and to give them responsibility and then I empower them in front of the staff. Nice. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. What's a new habit you want to create in your life? More uh, exercise, my friend. More exercise. I, um, you know, for a while I was, I was getting up every single morning doing 30 minutes at least. And then I got off of that and started looking at this new vertical of business. And then instead of, you know, 5 a.m. go work out, it's 5 a.m. pouring in. But the reality is if, if I don't have my health, I'm not going to have anything. So uh, it's a refocus now in the last week or so of uh, consistent, consistently working out in the morning. Yeah, for sure. What's a bad habit you want to break? Oh man. Um, you know, I, my wife is amazing. She, she's, she's, she supports me so much. And I know that I, I take too much of our free time and move it into work. And there are some times where, you know, it's eight o'clock at night and she says, babe, are, are you actually working right now? And, and that's her little way of tapping me on the shoulder to say, hey, I, I would appreciate our, our attention together. Yeah. And so I, I make it a point to make sure that when, when I get up, now I have to realize after working out, I've got to pour into my work because it's not fair that I steal time from my wife when I'm home. Boom. Preach, bro. Preach. Yeah. Yeah. Pick three words to describe who you are, who you are now. Pick three Ooh. words. Um, so I'm, I'm real, 
I'm I'm raw. Like you, if I'm talking to you and I get hit with emotion, I'm gonna let it out. I, it doesn't. I, I'm true to myself. So real, raw, and I'm relevant. I'm relevant to right now. Right you sound now. like a church, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a church billboard. Real, okay. raw, relevant. Sunday <laughs> mornings at 10 a.m. <laughs> Join us now. All right. Uh, pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business. Um, afraid. Um, um, but still committed and motivated. Mm-hmm. So even though I was motivated, I'm still afraid. There's, there's the fear is still there, but I have to be able to still dance with it and and continue to be motivated even through it. Yep. Just make sure when you dance with fear that you're the one leading. Mm. Boom. <laughs> And last question, OP, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your wife and kids in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything, life, death, relationships, all of it. What would you say to them? Mm. You know, I think I would say to focus on thinking it eternal. Eternal life is the key to keep focused on. Because my little brother passed away, and there are some times, Joseph, where I, I just, I know he's up there, and he's saying to me, bro, it is amazing up here. And I wish I would have spent more time in the eternal thinking to be able to uh, make a bigger impact on, uh, on people's lives. So eternal thinking, I think, is what I would say. Yeah, I get that. And any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about killing off their distractions like this week, this month, so that they can finally get their business over the 100K mark or beyond? Boom. I, I, number one, I would say experiment with killing it. Okay. And so when we say kill the business or kill the idea, some people think this is, no, I can't do it. It's too big. Take one week and kill. And what that means is do not focus at all on that secondary thing, but put all of your energy into this other thing that you are already moving along. It's been given to you and you got to focus, take one week. And I want you to pay attention to what it does to your energy. And I want you to pay attention to what it does to your family and what it does to your employees. I promise you, if you're paying attention to those three things, you're gonna see a difference. And that is gonna empower you and inspire you and motivate you to continue into that uh, into that focus. And, and that's how we do it. One day, one week at a time. All right, Startup Nation, we've been joined today hanging out with O.P. Almarez. You can find him at alliedrestore.com. And he has been teaching us, leading us, coaching us on how to kill off our distractions that are stopping us, blocking us from getting our dreams. All right, so make sure you've taken notes. If you need to uh, click replay, go click replay. But most importantly, than taking notes and feeling inspired to take action, 
Take the bleepin' action. Hello? Take the step. That's it. When you take the step, you see the next one. Stop standing still and acting like you're blind. Take the step. All right. OP, where does Startup Nation go to get more of you? They already like you. I like you. They could go check out your business site. What about you personally? Can they find you on Instagram, any of the social? What do you got for them? Yeah, yeah. They can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, OP Almaraz. Um, and then uh, YouTube, I did a TEDx talk uh, about a year ago. And that really just kind of describes the the ups and downs of my life and in business. And um, yeah, so those are the three places you can look and find me. And I'm glad to interact with you. Uh, if you reach out to me, you go on to our website, find me. My phone number's on there. Contact me, email me. Love to connect. And whatever I can do to inspire, to help, to uh, coach, I'm, I'm here as a mentor to uh, inspire those that really want to learn how to move forward. And I think like you had said, Joseph, movement, my friends, movement is power. Start to move and you'll see what happens. When I sit in my office chair, Opie, I die faster. Oh, I do. I got to be out. I got to be moving in momentum. Yeah. Thanks for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, OP. My pleasure, brother. Thank you so much, Joseph. Appreciate you. Appreciate all of you too. Love you guys. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently. Like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.